Welcome to the Mindful Dating Podcast, where it's all about helping you find healthy, lasting love without losing yourself in the process. Get clear on what you need most from a partner, develop a dating and relationship strategy that works for you, and practice self-leadership in all your relationships. Join your host, Dr. Yael Dubin, on her mission to discover how you can lead from your most authentic, courageous self and create a lifetime of joy and abundance. Hi, I'm Yael Dennis, and I'm a mindfulness-based life coach. You know how, like, one party wants to do something, but then another part gets in the way. Like maybe one party really wants to lose weight or read all the classics or whatever your New Year's resolution was, and another part just wants to eat cookies or watch TV. Or maybe you want to go back and get your master's degree, but another part of you thinks, ah, now's just not the right time. And the problem is that part's been saying that for like a decade, maybe. As an IFS-informed life coach, I have a few tricks up my sleeve for helping to get all of your parts sort of on the same page. And today, I'd like to share with you one of my favorite resources for learning more about IFS so that you can have that skill and that knowledge right in your very own hands and you can jump into building a better relationship between all of your parts. And I'm really sorry that my chihuahua is being a real pain right now. She's just suddenly become super needy. Um, anyway, so I'd like to share with you a little bit about this amazing book. It's called No Bad Parts. It's by Richard Schwartz. And this is one of the books that I'm raffling off this month. And I'll tell you a little bit more about that raffle later and how you can enter it. It's a fantastic resource, although it does have the the, the subtitle, Healing Trauma and Restoring Wholeness with the IFS Model, in reality, it would be good for anybody. And to be honest, I think we're all a little bit traumatized right now by what's going on in the world. So at any rate, it's a wonderful introduction to the basics of the IFS model. And I did talk about that um, like a couple months back. I talked like at the really big 50,000 foot overview. So today we're going to dive just a little bit deeper. What Dick Schwartz says about the model of the self is that the self isn't unified. There's not just like one version of you. Like there's a part of me that is really annoyed with my chihuahua right now. And then there's another part that really understands that she's probably just cold. At any rate, or you have conflicting emotions or you have those parts like I was talking about where one part of you wants to lose weight or find love or go back to school, open a business, you name it. One part wants to move ahead with a major goal and another part seems to get in the way. That's normal. That's just how it is. If part of you feels angry at someone for no showing your lunch date and another part feels just kind of happy that you had the time alone, that's a totally normal reaction. As Dick Schwartz sees it, all human beings have this kind of multiplicity. And at the center, deep inside of that, is what he calls self-energy. When you're operating from this place of self, your personality and your experience is characterized by the eight C's of self-energy. So it's eight traits such as calm, clarity, confidence, connection, compassion, courage, curiosity, and creativity. 
Now, that's your self-energy, and we talked about that last time that I, I talked about this, but now I want to talk a little bit more about the other parts that get involved. And those other parts come in two basic flavors. There are protectors and there are exiles. In No Bad Parts, this amazing book that I highly recommend, that's why I'm here talking about it, um, Dick Schwartz clarifies that the nature of the other parts, no matter how they seem to you or to other people, their whole purpose is for your benefit. They exist 100% to keep you safe. None of them are bad, and they all have your best interests in mind. They developed to prevent you from experiencing harm, from risking rejection or abuse, or experiencing overwhelming pain. Now, the two flavors that I mentioned before, exiles and protectors, are very different in how they function. What exiles do is they sort of carry a burden of past pain, maybe a past abuse, maybe past loss, sadness, shame, things like that. These exiles stay buried deep within, and they're pretty sensitive. And anything that reminds them of the original experiences that they carry is going to trigger those feelings of shame, sadness, pain, overwhelm, and the like. So those parts can develop from things that are sort of ordinary. So there's like a difference between a large T trauma and a small T trauma. A small T trauma can be like having a parent who shamed you for asking for a new bike for your birthday right after your mom lost her job. Your life wasn't at risk. Nobody hurt you. Um, it wasn't chronic abuse. It was just one thing that happened when your parent was caught off guard or overwhelmed with their own stuff. But nonetheless, you carry a lot of shame, embarrassment, or guilt about wanting something for yourself. So at six, that would be overwhelming, and that guilt might have gotten buried deep down inside where you really can't experience it unless something triggers it. Now, a large T trauma is something like sexual abuse, physical violence, witnessing domestic violence, terrible car accident, and that may leave you with something called post-traumatic stress disorder. If that's the case, then that's something for therapeutic intervention. And especially if any of these things are causing you to not be able to function in your daily life, definitely therapy is, is encouraged. But if you're already getting therapy or if you really are functioning pretty well and you don't need therapy, life coaching around these issues is completely adequate and can be very helpful. So the crew of parts that we talked about earlier that are known as protectors have exactly the role it sounds like they have. They protect you. They come themselves in at least two varieties. There are managers and there are firefighters. Managers do exactly what it sounds like they do. They manage your daily affairs. These are the parts that make sure that you get dressed in the morning, that you speak appropriately when you're in a business meeting. Um, and maybe um, in the case of the person who might have been shamed for wanting a bicycle at six, that manager would lead you to make sure that you always have money to buy whatever you want and that you never ask for anything. You don't even have an Amazon wish list and you don't let anyone know what you want because you um, that manager wants to protect you from the shame or embarrassment of asking for something that you aren't allowed to have. 
And then there are the other protectors known as firefighters. And these protectors react to a current threat by immediately defending us from what is in our surroundings right this minute. So managers sort of like they're future oriented and, and they are looking out for a future threat. Firefighters come on the scene when there's a crisis right now. The threat is here. So they are going to do things like divert our attention, shut down our emotions altogether, possibly cause us to dissociate, go numb, maybe um, make us like divert our attention by having us drink, having us watch TV, having us gamble. All kinds of compulsive behaviors are attributed to firefighters. In extreme cases, firefighters might even lead some people to have suicidal thoughts or aggressive thoughts. And again, all of that, that means is a firefighter is trying to protect us from overwhelming emotions, emotions that are too painful for those vulnerable exiles to carry all alone. So none of these parts are bad. They're all trying to help us maintain balance and equilibrium. They're trying to help us navigate painful life circumstances. Um, so that is really like Dick Schwartz, even he gets, he talks to people who have some pretty extreme parts and goes into some areas that I'm not really going to go into here, but he does mention something I do, I do want to bring up, which is, People at this point start to think about, well, what about mass murderers? Are you saying they don't have bad parts? I'm not talking to mass murderers at the moment, and life coaching isn't appropriate for mass murderers. I'm talking to you, and you have things you want to do in your life. Now, he does talk about mass murderers, and he has conversations with people who have killed people, and he'll explain to you his perspective on this, but my perspective is that those those questions even come from a part of us that doesn't want to believe in our own innate goodness. And if you're struggling to believe in your innate goodness, that really is just coming from another part. Another part. And I wonder what good thing that part has for you. I wonder what that part is doing for you right now. It's serving your interests. And thank it for just checking in and, and making itself known. And getting curious about these parts is how we start to form a relationship with them. So that curiosity and that desire to connect with them is really important. And it's not just important, Schwartz says, for ourselves. He goes in later in his book to talk about some blind spots that plague a lot of well-intended social change movements. So he talks about organizations that do things that they say are for the betterment of humanity, but inside that organization, there's sort of a toxic culture. And he calls attention to the ways in which all of our inner burdens, all of our inner firefighters, our managers, all of these parts, if we don't have good relationships with them and we're not leading from self, they're just going to recreate the toxic systems that we came from. And that was amazing to see this in a self-help book to really make that direct connection between the things we do to liberate our own souls and the ways that we can make the world a better place. And it reminds me of that 
that poem that goes something like, you know, first I wanted to change the world and I realized that was too big. So I set my sights on changing the nation. And then I realized, you know, that was that was beyond my reach, too. So I tried to change my village and I realized I couldn't change my village. So I, I tried to change my family and I failed at that. So I decided to change myself and that changed everything. So this work that we do, this inner work that we do, the coaching that I do with my clients to help them bring out the best in themselves and live their best possible lives does ultimately one person at a time change the whole world. Bringing your self-leadership, bringing your self-energy to your workplace changes the dynamic. It makes it a healthier system and a healthier situation for others around you as well. So your personal individual coaching goals are never, ever just about you. They're always about you in the context of a much larger picture. So not only does the book have valuable information about the parts, about self-energy and what these mean for you and for the world, it also contains exercises in just about each chapter that will help you get to know your parts differently. As you develop relationships with them, you're able to bring more of the eight C's of self-leadership to any work you choose to do. So whether you decide that you want to work in a nonprofit, you want to open your own business, say your coaching goal is finding a partner, as you become more self-led, you're going to be less reactive to the stresses that developing a new relationship might bring your way. You'll even learn how to use challenges as a mirror in which you get a clearer view of your own parts, whether those are exiles or protectors. You can release those burdens and bring a lot more self-energy to them. In exchange, these parts will give you valuable information and will also create some spaciousness within your soul. So I'm raffling this book off this month, as I said. I really hope to get you a copy. All you have to do to enter the raffle is to share the post that is pinned to the top of Bahira's page and drop a line in the comment section because I can't see always due to privacy settings who has shared which post. So if you share that post or any of the pictures, please drop a comment in there and I'll put your name in the raffle. You will have your choice of the three books that I'm raffling off this month. If there are other books on my bookshop shelf that you would like to check out or you are hoping to win, don't worry, I'll have more giveaways in the remainder of the year. Um, so that's how you would enter. And finally, I want to say, if you're struggling to achieve the goals that you set out for yourself and you're starting to think, oh, wow, you know, as I listen to this, I can sort of hear these parts chiming in that tell me I'm never going to be good enough or, oh, she says there's innate goodness in every person, but she's wrong. She doesn't know you. Let's meet and talk about how IFS-informed coaching can help you move more powerfully toward your goals so that you can turn your inner obstacles into a bridge for greater fulfillment. And if you're not ready for coaching, you feel like now's not the time, maybe it feels like too much of an investment of finances right now, please at least pick up the books. They're a great start. They're super user-friendly. You possibly could even win one. 
Um, and, and finally, last but not least, it does no harm at all to book a free 30-minute um, discovery call. We can sit down and talk about what you're looking for and what you'd like to achieve. We can talk about what obstacles you're encountering along the way, and we can see if coaching is right for you. I'm pretty sure we can find a coaching package that fits your budget and fits your schedule and can help you move powerfully toward the life of your dreams. But if not, I know tons of other coaches I can refer you to. And if you decide you just want to wait, we'll just pop you on my mailing list and you can wait till a better time. In the meantime, I hope you keep checking out my videos and checking out my Facebook page because I like to just give this away for free. I hope it's helping. Take care and have a great day. Thank you for listening to Mindful Dating with your host, Dr. Yael Dubin. If you're ready to shake up your dating routine and transform your approach to relationships, go to BahiraCoaching.com where you can sign up for our newsletter, pick up your free digital copy of Five Keys to Finding Lasting Love, and even schedule a free call with Yael now. Bahira Coaching is on Facebook and Instagram. Stay up to date with our programs, literature, and watch live sessions with Dr. Dubin. Links will be included in the show notes. Tune in next week when we'll share more about how you can find lasting love without losing yourself in the process.